But how do you navigate eating healthy, taking good care of yourself, having an okay time with your kids or a fantastic time with your kids? But, you know, like trying to navigate not only like just healthy travel, but how do you just, I don't know, keep yourself in tune and in a routine and all of that. Yeah, keep yourself sane. I like that. You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by a nutritional therapist, Cassie Knabel, and professional esthetician and makeup artist, Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money, and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Okay. So we're still kind of like catching up with each other, but we haven't really talked for too long. It's been like two weeks. That's weird. Like we haven't weird. talked much since our last recording. No, we've both been in hustle mode. Yeah, we've had a lot going on, which uh, leads me into what's up. What is up? What is up, Cassie? What is up? Um, Tell me since we haven't talked. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of had like my, my head down and like straightforward and focused and trying to... Execution. Yeah, execute <laughs> the big the big goals, the big dreams. Um couple of wins josh and i just paid off a big chunk of debt hey so that's feel good. it felt really good it should feel good i know sometimes that can be so anticlimactic but i hope it wasn't no it felt really good <laughs> so i was like hey bye peace out bye felicia we'll see you again. um that was really big so and if it for context everyone like my husband and i our family we're on our um, debt-free journey we're doing the dave ramsey style Woo-hoo. where you pay off um your smallest step first and you move forward from there so we've been chipping away at a couple and this one was like a big one that we just went we just smacked it (laughs) smacked it right in the face kicked it out smack down so that felt good um working on those student loans yeah that's the real real and the other thing that we did it's all is also kind of financial but we bought a couch and it's oh man so, that's so much more than financial that's like it's so pretty so here's oh yeah, the, tell me about it this is like the real real okay it's the drake couch from west elm oh it's very it's very standard like mid-century but mod still, whatever that's exciting i know i love it um we have a very odd space for our current living room it's a um it's almost like it's too small for a couch, but they always say the experts in small spaces say you get full size furniture. You just have less. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like you have like many of everything like mm-hmm. and then it can get overly cluttered because the space is so small that for a while I was like, well, maybe just two chairs would be a good idea. And I just like hemmed and hawed over it for the longest time that a year and a half later, we we haven't had a couch for a year and a half. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Oh, man. And like, I love laying on a couch. We I also really haven't do. like 
prioritized it in our budget at all because mm. I'm not about to go buy like a $300 couch. I wanted a nice couch. I yeah. wanted what I wanted. Well, because then you're going to buy a piece of furniture. You're going to have it a long time. Well, I hope so. Yeah. yeah that's the goal. It's kind of like a car. So we kind of, yeah, we shopped around and we looked at what we wanted. And I just kept coming back to West Elm because I was like, God, you're so pretty. It's and you're so, so mid-century mod. <laughs> I like, I like a little, not super modern, but my style's kind of, yeah, that mid-century minim- minimalist Minimalist, yeah. yeah. So um, we got a couch and I'm excited because I, I was realizing that I wasn't um, taking time to relax ever. I totally and I've had You need a couch for that. A few <laughs> days where I was so run down that I worked from bed or when I got, I had a little, little cold, little summer cold last mm-hmm. week. It's kind of, kind of still have the remnants, a little scratchy. <laughs> it's good scratchy that voice. voice. I sing Smelly Cat for you. <laughs> <laughs> I launched my music career with Smelly Cat. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, anyways, so I worked from home. And well, I work from home always, but I worked from bed and it just felt so good. And I was it's, like, I, I do don't that a lot. sit and get comfy. And Cassie messaged me. She goes, I'm taking a page from your book. I'm <laughs> working from bed. I'm working from bed. And I'm like, welcome. I really like it. It's, yeah, it's a thing. It's a, That's also where our portable AC unit is in our, oh, yeah. our tiny little it's house. It's hot here. So, it's not hot her. What is that? I know. It's mid-July and we're roasting, so. I know. As I sit next to a fan. Well, and also <laughs> hot for us is like, ugh, it's like. 99 degrees this is terrible oh it's ridiculous try like 91 92 degrees is like uh listen my happy <laughs> place is like literally 67 degrees 67 i don't know 75 ish i like i live in I like 80 degrees cool. i like sunny and cool mm. this is why i love living in colorado so much i mean the weather there is still like freaking all over the place like mm-hmm. it'll be like it's like hailing one day and then it's like dumping snow and then it's like 100 degrees and you're like what's happening and you're like why <laughs> this is that's spring in colorado for sure and fall too like the transitional seasons are super weird you talk and be like that it's a similar vibe. yeah it's very similar mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely and when we lived i loved it but like i just love the extra sunshine you get and the drier weather i loved that about utah too that was the one thing that I'm like, man, I didn't realize how affected I was by sun until I moved to sun. Yeah, I get sad. And then I, I get, moved I get my seasonal sun. <laughs> I get seasonal affective disorder, whatever you want to call it. I get a little malaise with the darkness, the shorter days, all of that. I struggled. So the postpartum journey for me was pretty hard because my son was born um, in December. And then it was like all these short, dark days. And I already had like a little postpartum depression. It was like, yeah. So anyways, Mm -hmm. light and sunshine is very happy to me. But why does it have to come with hotness? (laughs) I'm not interested. Well, it's just, yeah, I I can do a little bit of hotness and a little bit of humidity. I know. I think that's why I like Hawaii so much. I like Hawaii because it's Hawaii, but. (laughs) But I like that like 80 degrees, 85 even, but start to get above 85 and I'm like, meh. You know you're an Oregonian when you could do like a whole segment on your podcast about your favorite temperature. (laughs) (laughs) Or a Washingtonian. But Washingtonian. you're originally an Oregonian. I still consider myself an Oregonian. Yeah, I feel that. Feels weird to say otherwise. I feel that. (laughs) Well, what's up with you, lady? What's up with me? I actually, I legit had to like go back in my phone and go... What 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 did I do the last two weeks? Like what, what has happened? What has happened? So 
I was looking through my phone and I realized that, oh, I went to a concert. I went to a Bozzy concert with my husband and I was, I purely went to it because I really like his music. Like, I really think he's a good, mu- he's a good musician and he's young. And I was like, I'm going to be the oldest person there. Like, I really thought it was going to be a super young crowd, but it wasn't like he had, a, he had a really good age range of people that came to his show and it was small and it was intimate, which I really, really, really enjoyed. I haven't been to a live show in a long time, but that's kind of how my husband and I met. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like in our history and it was so fun to be at a show, live show again. And it was his first show on his first tour ever. He's never toured before. And so it was really raw. I mean, it was just him. He had no openers, no fillers. It was just him on the stage and he just sang for like an hour and a half. Like it was that's impressive. bonkers. I kept looking at Skylar and going, he's going to... He's going to get tired quick. <laughs> and he, man, he did a great job all the way through. And it was fun because most of the audience was full of real fans because you may not have known about the show otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so when we showed up, it was, <laughs> I, I really love his music and my husband, I've kind of brought him along. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, he, he can appreciate it, it. He appreciates it, but it's really like, I'm the one that found him. Like, that's yeah. And I knew all the words and everybody knew all the words, which there's like this energy that you can't quite explain. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I love concert, the concert energy, music in general. I get the same way at church with worship. Oh, I could like, Mm -hmm. I just like, I feel it. Yeah. It's an energy in my bones. Yes. And music brings a different energy than word, spoken word or even just music by itself. I mean, sometimes music with singing, it's just, there's just something different about it like energy wise so and it was just really fun we got we got there late Mm. but we got really lucky it was general admission but there was like this uh row of 21 and up because there was a a balcony yeah like a balcony like four rows deep like really shallow yeah i know and uh, rosalind theater been there a few times (laughs) i know she saw my video and she was i know where you are i knew exactly (laughs) where she was sitting i often choose that place yeah it was literally dead center last row fourth row um, of the whole facility. So we had an excellent view and we were looked at each other and we were like, how did that, how did we just do that? Like <laughs> we were so late and we still got great seats. So that, that was really fun. We enjoyed doing that and kind of reconnecting cause I haven't been to a live show in forever. So I want to continue to do more live shows, but mm. I just, you know, there needs to be more opportunities. I feel like Portland gets overlooked a lot for other live shows. It does because there's a couple of big hubs really close to us. So mm-hmm. a lot of larger artists will be like, they'll just come to me because they probably will yeah which is pretty much what happens which makes me sad yeah because i would love for it to be in portland uh other than that uh the beauty counter launch for the powders was a big deal for me as a makeup artist so i loved doing that if you guys haven't heard or haven't seen beauty counter launched 15 new powders and there's blushes, there's three eyeshadow palettes, there's three bronzers, two highlighters that I love. I love both of them. Sometimes I wear them both because <laughs> they're just <laughs> you so know you're pretty. you're bougie and or a makeup <laughs> artist when you're like I wear two highlighters. I need a highlight for my highlight, and I mix all of my cream foundation things. Like like I mean, sometimes I'm like wearing my like do skin, which is kind of like a BB cream if you don't know what that is, with an SPF in it with my foundation a little concealer because I just want the shade to be just slightly different and coverage to be different and and yeah I want the coverage to be different in different places and 
But this is like what you told me. There's no rules. You don't have to there use concealer no as concealer. Yeah, there are no rules. That's it can be your part. eyeshadow primer. You can mix it into your foundation for more coverage or more yep. a different tone. So I've been really loving you get playing fancy. those. And for the first time ever, I filmed a YouTube video on a Monday and I was able to release it on a Thursday. I have never pumped out a YouTube video that fast. Like, I was kind of impressed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dang, I did that fast. But I also think that my editing skills through podcasting, because I edit our podcast, I think that that has actually helped a little bit because I'm I I'm more keen to hearing and I'm used to the editing process here, even though it's a different program. I don't know. Like, I think I just I didn't lose any of my editing skills because I was doing audio while I wasn't doing video. And so it was easy to switch back. But yeah, it took me a second to go. OK, where are my buttons? I kept pissing r to like slice and that's just for the audio when it's a different button for the video and i kept pressing r out of habit and i'm like ah slice audio and video at the same time please yes can you just have the same buttons but different program and no so i've been really enjoying kind of dipping back into the youtube world i missed it i want to keep doing more with youtube videos it's just you're very good at youtube tutorials thank you I, I, I honestly it's go check out Jen's YouTube channel. It's Jenny B beauty youtube.com slash Jenny B beauty. <laughs> and um, we'll link to it in the show notes, which I'm sure we have a million times anyway, but <laughs> specifically the YouTube channel. And uh, you'll, you'll see real quick, like quality of people's makeup tutorials. I lose interest a lot in makeup tutorials on YouTube. First of all, because like, you know, I'm not a huge makeup person. I mean, I oh, like man. it, but Go like your, the hole. yours feel like really therapeutic. And well, I felt you. that way about yours before actually we ever even like okay. connected. That just made me feel really good. Cause that's how I feel about my favorite YouTube gurus is yeah. that they're like when I'm stuck in bed all day or if I just need to like jet down or like a if lot I times, get, that's what I do. If I get lost in a YouTube loop, it's all makeup tutorials, right? And I don't ever actually do the looks. I might get inspiration from it or whatever, but... But it is therapeutic. It's it so therapeutic. Really is. And I think that I've kind of... I, I've been watching YouTube videos since, like, 2008. Like, yeah. I've been heavy into, like, learning from YouTube videos since 2008. So, to finally get on the platform in... I think it was 2015 is when I started. Yeah, it was 2015. Nice. So, yeah. And when I got into that universe, it was kind of intimidating because I loved it so much. <laughs> so to kind of be in that space for a while. I feel the same way about the podcasting space, actually. Interesting. Yeah. I totally get that. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, when you love something so much, it's you feel a modicum of pressure to be a certain way or like yeah. live up to your own expectations because you love it so much. If you guys knew how much we flew by the seat of our pants with this podcast. <laughs> Anyways. Well, so we're going to talk about healthy travel today. Yes. I'm very excited for that because we've talked about like how to navigate like the cookouts and stuff when you're like coming from home and whatever. But how do you navigate eating healthy, taking good care of yourself, having an okay time with your kids or a fantastic time with your yes, kids. trying. But, you know, like trying to navigate not only like just healthy travel, but how do you just, I don't know, keep yourself in tune and in a routine and all of that. Keep yourself sane. Yeah, keep yourself sane. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, and this is perfect timing because Genevieve is headed out um, to Disneyland with her family. I can't even tell you. My brain is like half there. 
Like I, you're already there, which is hilarious. Sky, there's like no, I'm never halfway to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> I've threatened Disney songs several times, and she's like, nope, don't n- you nope. dare, <laughs> don't you dare. Ooh, uh, I'm and then excited. I'm I'm headed to a family reunion and rafting trip this weekend, and it's just a weekend trip. It's a drive. It's not we're not flying, so it's a little we're simpler. But too. huh? We're driving too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You are. We're I forgot too. about that. Which I'm kind of excited about, and I'm kind of not excited. It means about. you can. It means you can bring more stuff. Because it's a 16 hour drive for me, people. That's a long time. That's a long time. But it's like I don't know. I feel like I could be wrong. I don't have two kids. <laughs> But I could, I look at it as like quality time. Your kids yeah. are old enough to actually be able to like partake of and enjoy. Which is why. Whereas with a it. toddler, like you're just trying to entertain them. Oh, you just need to get there as fast as possible when you have a toddler. <laughs> like just get there. We went uh, and visited a friend this last weekend and it was like a three and a half hour drive with my little guy. And it was goodness gracious. He was <laughs> he's so good in the car. But there comes a point at which like he's just done. Yeah, and it's about the hour 45 minute mark. So he was like, oh, halfway there. I was like, oh, like, oh, gosh. oh shoot. Okay. <laughs> um, here's an iPad. Yep. I'm that person, people. Don't oh, judge I'm me. I'm plugging in or my computer. Or go ahead and judge me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to plug in my computer and they're going to have all sorts of like things. Yeah, you have a fancy car, though. That's true. Ooh, first road trip with a which, fun new car. Funny story. We weren't planning on driving. And as we watched the plane tickets, prices just absolutely freaking sky we expected them to get more expensive we did but they i mean we went from like eight hundred dollars for four people to twelve hundred and we were like i mean overnight and we were like no uh okay <laughs> and we didn't know when we were going to get a new car and so our our other car that we have is a little older it probably would have made it, but we didn't want to chance it because it's Skylar's vehicle to work. And so you weren't even thinking of it driving as an option. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even on the radar. And then we bought our new car and about two weeks into it, we were looking at the prices of the plane tickets and we were just like, oh my gosh, that just hurts my heart. And he goes, why don't we just drive? And I looked at him like, no, really? And I went, oh my gosh, we could, we could take the new car. And I went, oh my goodness. And we did the math, and it's going to save us like a thousand dollars. That's just so a no-brainer. It's just a no-brainer. It's like a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars money that you can go spend doing other fun things. That's how I feel. And yep. so it was a pretty, you know, no-brainer situation. But it just <laughs> we had this realization moment of like, ah, oh. oh, we can drive, and we probably should drive. I mean, we're going to be stopping pretty often. Well, yeah, sixteen hours. Yeah, you can do it in one day or two. Oh, that's the question right now. So uh, I, my, my thought is let's just get as far as we can and then just do a quick overnight if we have to stop somewhere. But I want to get as far as we can and we don't check in until Monday anyway. So we'll either stay at like a quick thing down in Anaheim if we can get there quick enough or we're going to um, just probably stop someplace north of Glendale and then have a short drive. So that way we can go grocery shopping, which we're going to talk about. Yes. On um, the day we check into our place because, man, like that's actually our first tip on here. So I want Cassie to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So hopping into tips for healthy travel when it comes to food. um, Just huge. Yeah. My best advice is to plan ahead. Like if you know where you're going and you can kind of do a little bit of prep as far as like if you're driving you can actually do a lot of this shopping you know for your your favorite staple pantry items that are not going to go bad or 
um, spoil in the heat or anything like that in the car um, or if you're flying, you can, you know, pick those things up and pack them with you. Um, yeah. I like bringing food with me because I just never know what my options are going to be when I get there. Because even if even it's a if store I you do, know, yeah. it may not have the same stock, which well, has happened and, to me several times. Yeah, well, obviously, like culturally, things are super different oh, store to store, too. So like mm-hmm. in different states. Um, but, uh, my best advice is to like order some of your favorite, like pantry snacks and stuff like that from something like Thrive Market, which we can link in the show notes Ooh, for you guys. Um, to do that. hitting up your favorite stores for some pantry staples. And my favorite pantry staples are like, I try to make sure my fat and my protein is covered. Like yes. that is the thing that I do because carbs are real easy to find people. Very easy. <laughs> Weird. No problem. It's like we live um, in the United States. And then Weird. obviously like anything that's going to be like a a no-brainer kind of snack for your kids too if you're traveling with your kids but for sure um canned protein is my jam so canned you tuna introduced this to me salmon um chicken sardines and oysters and my favorite travel uh canned protein is actually oysters I've they're the easiest that. to eat um they don't make a huge mess they're not super smelly <laughs> comparatively <laughs> have, yeah they're pretty i mean smoked oysters is what i usually do um and I always bring some sea salt with me and some oh. olive oil. So Cassandrinos, again, we'll link these for you guys. Cassandrinos olive oil, which is like the only olive oil we use in our house. It's really high quality. It's from Greece. It's amazing. Um, but they have travel packets. I have some. They're like paper from and lined. book signing. Yeah. She gave them out at her book signing and I've been hoarding them for traveling. <laughs> So I, I actually carry those in my purse on a regular basis too. Mm. And then, uh, I also carry, um, sea salt with me at all times because it's a nice, it's nice as a supplement. So like if you have a headache, throwing a little bit of, um, salt on your tongue and then drinking a bunch of water or just putting the salt in the water can be super helpful and often nip it in the bud because a lot of times it's just going to, you know, we've talked about hydration before, Mm -hmm. so you can reference back to that episode, but, um, yeah, it just helps with, with supporting your body and, but also it's going to help your food taste better. So that's a nice one to have. Win, win. Um, (laughs) and then looking up restaurants and grocery stores where you are going to be like, know where the yes. whole foods is know where the you know natural grocers whatever it is Even whatever costco yep costco is a good place mm-hmm. too especially if you're traveling with a whole family like you guys are going to be staying in a big house so mm-hmm. that's perfect we just went on a costco run yesterday for our trip this coming weekend oh smart um and honestly just stocking up on your favorite things while you're there you know obviously save like the perishable items for for that grocery trip um you know, because you can kind of seek out some deals for some of the pantry items at mm-hmm. home, probably a little bit easier. That's true. Um, and then anything that's going to be perishable, you buy when you're in town and stock up. Um, ask for a fridge in your room. You'd so if you're not staying in a house, yeah. if you're staying in a hotel, ask for a fridge. A lot of them will have them standard, but it's not as common as you think anymore. And so um, you may have to ask. It's okay to say that you have an allergy. Or you have food, or your just kids understand. Like for you, you could say my kids have food issues. Yeah. Um, you can actually ask for an extra fridge too. Like they will bring in an extra one and plug it in. Did you know you can do that at Disneyland too? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, if you have food allergies or intolerances, you can ask them to store food for your family. Well, not only day. that, they'll let you bring it into into the park. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did yep. not know this. Yep. How did I not know this? How could they not? I know, right? That'd but be quite the liability. I, you in no my kidding, opinion, right? So. Uh, and so you might have to mention you have an allergy or an issue, but 
usually they can they'll be pretty accommodating to that i book hotel rooms based on whether there's a fridge in it or not yeah accommodations yeah where they've got <laughs> even though stuff. i know i can ask like it just keeps it simple it's one less thing i have to worry about um and i kind of already mentioned this but like bringing travel sized things like sea salt um olive oil that's one of the things we do to make sure we're ensuring we're eating healthy fats while we're out because a lot of times you get exposed to canola and cottonseed and soybean oil and all sorts of That's things. That's such a good reminder for um, me. Yeah, even if a, I, I, we were at a restaurant this last weekend out in Washington on our, on our weekend trip and uh, the server brought me olive oil, in quotations, olive oil <laughs> and vinegar for my salad dressing. And I looked at that oil and I was like, that is not olive oil. No Ugh. way, no how. Smelled it super benign, like smelled like nothing. I'm it like, should be potent. Nope. And then I was like, oh, I have my olive oil packet in my in my <laughs> purse. So I busted it out. Um, but bringing little travel size things. Um, and this goes for like supplements too. So I bring like the little natural calm magnesium packets uh, or I, I pack <laughs> some in like a small jar or something like that. Um you know, putting together your, your digestive support supplements and different stuff like that with you and packing those in like the little pill bags or whatever is really helpful. Um, so as far as food is concerned, it's more big picture is about like planning ahead, knowing what you're going into, um, probably doing a little bit of grocery shopping while you're at where, wherever you're going to be. Don't be afraid to write it down. I think a lot of people think no, that I they're going to remember list. stuff. Yeah, no. List. You list that stuff out yep. a week or more in advance. Like mm-hmm. I'm a week I'm, out from leaving and I'm, I'm a day before. Them. I don't do that. <laughs> Gosh. I just don't make space for it though. So that's, I'm when sure I, I do it. things though, I just, I'm like, God, I've, I've forgotten because I've traveled a lot with my kids. And when you forget things, you're like, I am never, ever forgetting that again. Yeah. So that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I wanted to talk about a few lifestyle tips too for traveling. Mm, so yes. um, I kind of already started talking about this, but bringing some of your favorite supplements for travel. So like if you have things that you take daily, good Lord, bring a, bring a version of that with you. Let me tell you, I forgot mine last October when we went to Seattle. Cassie yeah. and I actually did. I forgot it when I forgot my magnesium, which is a huge stress relief for me. I need the magnesium when I've had like, even if it's just excitement, like my body just just plows through magnesium like no other and uh I forgot all my stuff and I was like oh I'll be fine well we had a little bit of an interesting experience at our Airbnb which we'll tell you someday it was very stressful let's just say that yeah like and it was just a very unusual situation and I we I felt very safe with the people I was traveling with but it was just a very weird situation and my body with the excitement of going to this beauty counter event and like just the excitement of traveling my body had just had it and I started to get a headache on the first night that we were there and actually it was the second night we were there and I started to feel kind of headache come on and I'm like oh, okay I just need it I'm just gonna like try to chill out try to chill out woke up in the middle of the night had to run to the bathroom I've never I've never had an issue like that where I've had to like you, you were super nauseous and just That's oh, never terrible. happened to me before. And my question to you, she's traveling with an NTP, was yeah. like, what do you normally take that you're not taking right now? So she took and me she to Whole was Foods. like, magnesium. So I was like, I'm taking you to Whole Foods right now. She did. It was like 10 p.m. I don't know. It was like early the next morning. But anyways, yeah. taking you to Whole Foods, you're going to get your supplements that you need. Actually, the first thing she said when we woke up in the morning, she's like, how, how was your night? And I'm like, oh, it was bad. I told her. She goes, how come you didn't wake me up? <laughs> 
this and is kind of what I do. I do. And I was like, I don't know. I just honestly wasn't really thinking. I mean, it was our first weekend away together. We I hadn't know, it was been dating very long. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like when you're in this one kind of business relationship. It's like you yeah. spend a lot of time together. You get to know each other really well. <laughs> Like Jen needs her magnesium when she travels. No I'm like, I'm gonna it. bring extra just for you. <laughs> you did like, to summit, and then you gave me a little packet, even though I had my own. Yeah. She gave me a little supplement, and I actually still have it because I've just been keeping it in my purse for like emergencies. I'm like, Geez. so your buddies know you when you travel together. Oh man, yeah. So I think it's really important that you have things that your body is used to and bring extra. Yeah, you, I learned you're gonna that need too. extra. Yeah. So for me, like, always digestive support always 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 and i'll bring like hydrochloric acid and stuff like that but i just always rem- i always remember to bring my bitters like they have these little i like urban moonshine digestive bitters do i need this for my trip yes oh, and okay. you can get a little spray bottle of it oh and you can refill it from the big larger containers is this something my kids can have yes absolutely oh. yeah just <laughs> just check on the herbal content yeah yeah um some kiddos are sensitive to some herbs it's an alcohol tincture so yeah i'll um, run it i'll run it by their natural but i feel like maybe herb pharma has like a glycerin tincture digested bitters but the alcohol is part of what helps like prepare and break down they've done alcohol sprays before and they do okay as long as it's not peppermint in it they can't peppermint understandably so anyways the bitters that i like urban moonshine you can get the little spray and it's so tiny it's like a little it's like a mouth spray size two ounce yeah and you just throw it it's Mm. probably not even two ounces yeah Hmm. um where can you find it uh natural grocers whole foods awesome all those places um online that down yeah i'll link to the i'll link to it online for you guys and I do the bitters and I carry that around with me so that it's really convenient. And bitters, you just, it helps, the bitter herbs help start the digestive cascade, essentially. Oh, And so it'll help you produce more acid. It'll help. I'm all about the support. Yes. Because nothing sucks worse than when you're on vacation and you're like, my digestion is going quackers. Yeah. And bitters are actually something that you can take after a meal to help you feel better, too, if you're having like belching burping indigestion gas any of those things you can take the bitters whereas if you take hydrochloric acid in a higher dose away from a meal uh you know an hour or two hours later it can be an issue it can cause some heartburn because it's you know too much acid for what you need right in that moment so Mm. um and then a couple other uh supplemental support items that i like are again magnesium in whatever form you normally take it i also get a little irregular when i travel so i always make sure to bring like a a form of magnesium that actually like you know kind of causes loose stool but will help loosen things if you need it loosened sort of a thing that makes sense so i like magnesium citrate for that um and then i always bring my collagen and this is because it's just part I feel like I I always bring my collagen with me and I don't always make my protein collagen shake like I do when I'm at home. You know, you eat a little different when you're out. Yeah. I generally eat more food when I'm traveling than when I'm not. And I find myself being more hungry because it's like stress and all that sort of stuff. Kind of responding to that. So I always also make sure to bring some um, adrenal support as well. So stress, Mm. some things that support your stress response in your body. I can see that being wise. Um, And I have been really enjoying, there's a Gaia Herbs 
version that is um, there's an AM and a PM formula. So you have one that helps you like calm down in the evening and not feel keyed up. And then there's one that helps support, um, you know, basically cortisol production in the morning at the right time and that the makes right so amount, much all sense. of that. So it helps the combination of those two can help manage your cortisol well um, and your melatonin well. Which can also help regulate your routine. Yes, absolutely. Which I think it's super important absolutely. while you're traveling. So, and I, I always end up needing adrenal support when I travel because I stay up too late and I wake up too early and I, don't, I just don't get enough sleep. So it's nice to have that little extra support. Um, I prepare my supplements before I go in little pill bags and I just bring them with me and have it good to go. And a lot of people would make like a little combo one where it's like one of each thing. I actually just cram as many as I can of one thing into it and then I just take what I want when I want to sort of a thing that's super smart because you never know you might need more in one moment or less in another and you don't have to like redistribute and yeah it's weird I I don't like that anyway (laughs) it feels um limiting to me Mm -hmm. instead of feeling like yeah Yeah. exactly it's really funny um I also like as far as lifestyle is concerned try to keep a portion of your routine so if you're like a morning person and you journal in the morning or you do meditation or whatever like you know you're going to have people around you that you maybe don't normally have. You may have to be like bending to someone else's schedule, depending on if you're traveling alone or traveling with others or you're staying in a big house with, you know, whatever it is, you're with family. Um, Take that time away that you need to like do you, continue Mm -hmm. to do you. So for me, it's like uninterrupted time at night after everybody goes to bed. That is like guaranteed, quiet, I do my own thing. And a lot of times when you're on vacation, people don't really allow you that because they stay up late too and they're all hanging out. I step away. I just step Mm -hmm. away. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. I'm not actually going to bed. I'm just going to my room. Doing your thing. I'm going to like do a little bit of reading. I'm going to make a list for myself for my thoughts and what I need to do. Brain dump. Brain dump. Yeah. Yeah. A brain dump is part of my daily when I'm taking good care of myself yes it's, it's your <laughs> part ideal. of my weekly when I need yeah it's your when I'm not ideal. yeah definitely um dry brushing is another really common one that I think taking with you is great helps with lymphatic drainage and when you travel you know you're getting you know things are getting stopped up you oh know? yeah you I need, need to bring mine with me especially if you're sitting stagnant on a plane for a long time with that air and it's just or a 16 hour drive yeah in your car <laughs> absolutely so those little things can be super helpful maybe it's a facial jade facial roller I know or for some people it's self-massage like or yeah it's like little like putting on their eye cream mm-hmm. because it helps them feel hydrated or bringing like a hydrating spray because airplane air can be yeah and you've dry. got some beauty tips for us oh yeah some beauty travel tips oh yeah um so i'll just rapid fire through the rest of this so bringing some creature comforts like a pillowcase or a pillow like if you're driving dude just bring your pillow just, we all know yeah. we want the exact thickness <laughs> and feel of our own pillow and my husband for the longest time was like no we are minimalist we don't bring stuff with us when we travel and then every time he woke up he's like my neck hurts and I would literally was like I will because he sleeps on like a paper thin pillow how I it's like it's not even there he just manipulates it a little bit to like support where he wants it he like folds it I don't know. How it's he does very that. funny. He's very specific about it, <laughs> but he, he insisted. And I eventually I was just like, I was just like, no, I'm not going to listen. To you complain about your neck pain anymore. <laughs> I'm bringing, I'm bringing this dumb pill. Plus it's the smallest pillow on the planet. <laughs> so it bags well. Um, and I did the same thing with our little guy this last weekend. He had his pillow. Cause he like has a pillow now. Oh, I got some two good and a half. Kid tips. And I'm just like, 
<laughs> I know. You have a pillow. <laughs> um, so cute. But uh, so little things like that, like your creature comforts. So for me, it's often um, like flip-flops which really sounds weird but like sandals uh, flip-flops are my version of a slipper I don't wear slippers I bring my slippers I do yeah I don't wear slippers so Mm. that's kind of the same version of it and they kind of look like granny slippers and I'm okay with it (laughs) (laughs) I love it at least they're not Disney characters no they're quilted I'm just kidding uh okay my my um earth-friendly travel tip is Mm. to bring reusable cups mugs like stainless steel straws or glass straws or whatever stasher bags that sort of thing stasher bags have been my friggin jam for traveling because i can like stuff you can carry a lot of stuff in there and you can have it keeps everything organized then you don't have a bag of all this random stuff floating around and this was the first time that we traveled that i actually like packed some of our personal care items in stasher bags and i was like yes you know where i Oh, I got tips about that too. No, I got some good tips about that. Yeah. So I love, I like have a million beauty counter bags and cosmetics bags and all sorts of things, but specifically stasher bags are something that have been super helpful because they're leak proof too. So I put them in some other, you know, I had a lot of peace of mind packing my stuff in those, Yeah. but also it's cutting down waste on my trip. And a lot of times if I'm bringing my food in a stasher bag or in a container that I know is reusable, um, I know it's nice to have disposable stuff when you travel because it's simple. But for me, I like to bring the reusable things because then I can refill it when I come back and I don't have to worry about, um, you know, where am I going to put my leftovers if I'm like eating a snack and now I got to store it back in the fridge while I'm traveling, et cetera. Yeah. And I know my friends are always like, how did you think ahead like that? And I was like, well, I put all my tea and stuff in my stasher bag and then I just take it out <laughs> and then I take the stasher bag and I put my blueberries in there. Like, you know, you, yeah. just, you have somewhere to store stuff. So yeah. I enjoy that. So I often bring some empty stasher bags with me. I can see that being really wise. Mm-hmm. And then last little bit, and this is my favorite thing to do when I travel and it's sa- it sounds silly, but have one unplanned day. I love this tip. This I'd like is, to know your experience behind that. I cannot stand when a trip is booked start to finish and I have no room for checking in with myself. Mm. What do I want to do? Also, the fear of missing out that often other people experience. I don't usually experience when I'm traveling. I'm like, listen, I know we all want to see like the main sites and things and, and the big attractions but like I'm cool if we miss out on one because I believe I'll probably come back if I like it here you know Mm -hmm. and so I try not to have that FOMO I'm like trying to just do what I need to do and have a good time I'm more about having a good time and if that means saying no to something I'm cool with that I think I'm real good at saying no but most people that I travel with don't don't feel that they want to pack it all in and yeah my husband specifically really likes he feels like it's not a vacation unless it's like packed with activities so I'm gonna like really we've worked on that a lot over the years we also haven't taken a lot of vacations yeah it takes practice yeah yeah we've got we're definitely taking more now than we used to and so for me I like to be able to have a day where I can collect activities that didn't happen on other days or just having the option to mean like let's say we were going to go you know for a hike in the morning and then to a museum in the afternoon if I wasn't feeling the museum I've got an unplanned day to be like let's just move it to that day yeah and we can just spend this afternoon relaxing and let's face it 
that saying that when mama ain't happy nobody's happy (laughs) is a real thing well i also i like i'm not the like let's get up early and get out of here i'm like let's have coffee let's relax let's sit on the deck or the porch or go for a walk or whatever i like slow mornings in general and i try to operate most days like that Mm -hmm. um but i'm all i'm always going i'm always going with my job so for once you want to just i need to just relax yeah Yeah. so having an unplanned day I think is really helpful for that and I think could be for multiple personality types and depending on how you like traveling so that's a great tip really let's talk about traveling with kids yeah yeah okay so for me my my kid tips are really just practical like honestly because I've traveled so much with my kids it's not that we've gone all these fancy like whatever places it's just my family didn't live close to me for a very long time (laughs) so when we traveled it was long distances Mm -hmm. usually to see family and do vacations with family and things like that so I like Paxton he traveled with me when he was two months old and in hindsight, I'm like, you crazy. Like, he was two months old. I traveled by myself, flew in the airplane by myself. And I also flew by myself with my, when Lucy was eight months old and Paxton was about five. No, he was four. Anyway, and it was, I flew by myself with two kids like that. And I was just like, we're just, we're just going to do it. It's going to happen. We're going to do it. <laughs> so uh, my big tips really come from a lot of trial and error. And my my big ones are make sure that you how you're touching all the five senses when you're traveling with kids. You know, you've, you've got sounds, feels, smells, sights, tastes. You want all those things to be familiar. That's how it's been really successful for me. So examples are like noise machines. So for sound, like we, we bring the fan that's in my daughter's room with us because we want her to have that same sound the same ambient like level and it's kind of reminds her brain oh it's time to sleep I love this this is so fascinating I feel like I already do it but I didn't think about it in the organized senses yeah categories this is awesome and we also bring our essential oils with us to either diffuse or to rub on their body because a lot of times I end up using that on one or both of them anyway and it just gives them that familiar smell you know, so, and it's another like wind down for bedtime thing. Plus it kind of helps, you know, if you've got other things, you use essential oils to have that mm-hmm. handy. Uh, I like to bring snacks because that taste things, just snacks that they recognize snacks that are here already, things that they have in their routine. Uh, it's, it's a lot of convenience, but things that they don't get that maybe that often at home, but they kind of get <laughs> carte blanche on when they're on vacation but I want them to have that like sense of like okay I recognize this I'm you know I can wrap my head around this and then we bring something that they can touch that's like touch to them whether it's a blanket or a familiar stuffed animal um a lot of times the stuffed animal and the blanket can be very like sight and touch because it looks familiar it feels familiar you know might smell familiar so it kind of touches all the senses so I try to make sure all those things happen and it just allows for a much smoother operation even though sometimes kids blankets can be awful annoying and they're sometimes you know in the way so worth it so worth it so worth it it could be even a pillow you know but really my my kid tip's pretty simple that's that's just hit all the five senses help them feel at home familiar that sort of a thing whether it's in a car or an airplane 
uh, I mean, big kid, little kid, they all benefit. Shoot, I benefit from this. Like, I feel like you think about this a lot when you have toddlers who need a lot of structure. Yeah. But like I could see, I mean, as a, as a baby, my little guy was a lot more flexible. Like mm-hmm. all they really needed was like you and your boobs and (laughs) you know like a few (laughs) uh, and they didn't they didn't you were their comfort and now they've become more independent so you have to think of that a little more so when we traveled this last time I was like okay obviously duh right his lovey which is like a little monkey blanket thing it's like it's the monkey head that's attached to a little blanket I know and it's like you can't choose their lovey no they choose it. it so we have three of Oh, I totally regret. <laughs> I have two, and one of them I didn't cycle in soon enough. Oh, yeah. She's like, this is not She's, the same. She was like, He no. actually knows he has three. Oh. He will help me put them in the washing machine. Oh. Yeah, I should have done that from the beginning. I, I don't. My mom and my mother-in-law were like, here's how you need to do this. And I was like, <laughs> I will listen to you. See, to, like, tell me what to do. I never did that as a kid. And so my mom was just like. I had a blankie, and it was, there was one. Right. And I annihilated it. <laughs> That's where Lucy's going. Like it's, it's her baby, literally it's toward the end of it, it was a woven blanket. Like we had to tie knots in it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but I have I was a blankie girl till I was probably too old. I don't know why, but I had nothing. Yeah, nothing. I was not attached to anything. Not neither. None of my brothers were. I'm like, you're really independent. I mean, I guess maybe. I am. I am too. But like, man, I don't got that blankie. But I'm a blankie. <laughs> well, and there's something about kids. Like they just you know. But I was a. To it. I was a smell. I would smell my blanket. That's how she is too. Lucy's yeah. like. I she brought doesn't it know how to, to explain. Yeah, she doesn't know how to explain that it's not the same as the new one. Even though the new one feels better. In my opinion, smells better. Of course, <laughs> looks better. But it's not about smelling better; it's about smelling familiar. Yes, and I'm just because like, sometimes it didn't smell good, but I loved it. I know, and it was it was her. It was just her. I don't know. Like yeah, so we wash we wash his baby. his loveys often. Yeah, <laughs> so that they all smell okay. Uh-oh. Uh, but anyway, so we brought his lovey. You know, we brought his favorite blanket and his pillow, and try to keep the bedtime routine the same so i always bring a couple of books that he loves Ditto. with us and we do because we always do book we lay down together and kind of talk about our day and then he gets put to bed and then we That's vacate. So cute. um but he loves to recap his day it's That's the cutest so cute. oh my gosh yeah my kiddos do too but it's almost like a natural just when it comes up thing it's not part of the routine but yeah oh. so i honestly like keeping a routine is hard for me when i travel but having a kid has actually made me have more of a routine because i check out to be with him mm-hmm. do what he needs me to do and we try to be flexible like bedtime is always later when we're on vacation yeah uh, for him than it is for no- normally i mean like he went to bed at 10 the other night and i was like Ugh. time to go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uh a good and a bad decision. Um, <laughs> but as far as like all of that, you you think about their creature comforts because they're, but I'm sure as your kids get older, you have to really check in and remember those things. Yeah. Or tell them that they need to be responsible for choosing a that's couple of things thing. that they want to bring. Yeah. That's been the thing with Paxson. He's eight and it's gotten to the point now where we're like, okay, here's your list of things mm-hmm. that you need to, um, that you need to pack. I'll come in and check on you because I also want him to I don't want to do everything for him so I want him to have a modicum of independence and be able to like do these things himself even mm-hmm. at a younger age so it's even though it's sometimes a little more work for me I let I give him a list and let him pack and then I come in and check on him to see like okay did you get did you get this and that and then that and oh did you think about that maybe you should grab this 
So, I mean, as they get older, it, it's really just, it comes down to helping them understand their own body, you know, making mm-hmm. sure he's got his medicine and making sure, because he needs to have that, especially while we're traveling as he enters new environments, because he's very, his eosinophilic esophagitis <laughs> is very driven by E-E. environment. <laughs> yes, EE for short. Um, so whatever environment he's in, and let's face it, we're going to Anaheim. It's going to be very different environmentally atmospherically than it is here so i'm gonna make sure he has uh, everything he, he needs and we're gonna bring his tummy tea mm-hmm. you know we're gonna be bringing all the things that he needs to have normalcy so and still like feel successful and have a good time and because nothing's worse than you get to like day three when you're traveling and for me it was like if i didn't quite dial that in for my kids day three is pandemonium every mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. it was just too much action not enough like check in with yourself not enough like nourishment and and any aspect and they just shut down on like day three so for me it's a lot of like well, let's make sure we do that a little more often so we can you know have a chill day three but not a meltdown like lose it central yeah so that was kind of my bigger tips for kid tips i do have a lot of beauty tips actually Bring on the beauty. Because I think a lot of people are like, I don't know how or what to pack for beauty. Because I think beauty can also be like uh, just things you use in the shower, you know. So actually, I didn't write this down, but I almost, I don't want to forget it. So when I try a new shampoo or conditioner or a body wash or that sort of thing, I usually end up buying a sample like a or like a travel size. Yeah. That's the only time I ever end up doing something new. So I keep them. Yeah, because I usually end up. Them. Yep, I usually end up refilling them with the full size, and so I keep keep your travel size stuff. Um, and I actually kept. I have two different shampoo and conditioners that I really love. One's from AG Hair, and the other one is the volumizing um, volume and shape from Beauty Counter. And I have both of the empty bottles of both, so I, I can fill them in, and I don't have to like label them. It's like it's the same product, so I'm like I've kept the travel bo- travel boxes and sizes and things like that. So that's probably my first tip. That's kind of a long term tip. Um, my next, my next tip has kind of something to do with your stasher bags. So making sure you have a bag for each function of what you're doing. So like a cleansing bag, a moisturized bag, a treat bag, and then your beauty bag. Mm. I like to have those compartmentalized because let's face it, especially if you don't know what kind of bathroom situation you're going into, you might be sharing the bathroom with a lot of people. Uh, sometimes the only thing you have time for is to like get the basics in, in the bathroom. It's like cleanse. (laughs) And then you got to step out. Yeah. You know, you need to let someone else use the bathroom. So I like to have different bags for different functions. So that way I can moisturize in the bedroom I'm staying in, um, do all my treatments, do my makeup. And I like to keep them separate because it also helps me stay more organized and I'm not digging through and having to dump out. You know, sometimes you go traveling and me in the past, I did this. You have to dump out your bag to find something because it's all just in one bag. Yeah. And so I do prefer to have things split up and the stasher bag is brilliant because you can travel with a little more, you can have a a little more control over what you're, how you get into your stuff and if it spills and anyway. So, um, when you're going into your cleansing bag, I always look for face, body, teeth. That's my cleanse bag. And then moisturize is really important because, if you're on an airplane, it's going to be dehydrating. Um, if you're going to be For real. driving, surprisingly, it can be very dehydrating too because of the cold air that's usually blowing at you while you're driving. Um, and actually, warm air is even worse. So if it's cold while you're driving and you're using warm air, it'll dehydrate you more. 
So, huh. you guys, I if you're on an airplane, the rose water mist from Beauty Counter is a great spray to help you stay hydrated. Um, but if you're going for a long flight, if like if you're going like overseas, bring a mask. Believe it or not, it seems weird, but nobody, everybody's gonna be sleeping. Nobody's gonna be paying attention. Like, bring a mask and then bring like it's a, a conversation starter anyway. True. I do weird stuff in front of people on planes all the time. You're like, like here's my oysters. Watch me do it. <laughs> here's my avocado. I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think that's important to um, stay hydrated, especially while you're traveling, because you don't know what kind of environment you're going to be experiencing, and you need your skin to have that moisture barrier protection. You mm-hmm. need it to be plump and healthy. So make sure that you have body and face moisturizer. So I like to bring uh, the countermatch body lotion for my I body i love that stuff so much i love it so, so hard. it has like a little salicylic acid mm-hmm. in it doesn't it yes which is so fantastic because you know those little red dots that you can get on your body the it's it's like keratosis polaris that you get on the back of your arms but a lot of times it's not textured but you just got these little red dots right where your pores are a lot yes, of that, that's what i'm dealing with on my legs yes you, countermatch man it's like folliculitis yes but it's the early stage tame it's inflammation. Yes, essentially. But yeah, it's because it's because I wear t- leggings too much, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real, real. So we but yeah, no, I've, I've noticed that it's helped with that for sure. And yes. with my keratosis polaris on my arms. It like twice a day. Okay. And I think moisturizing twice a day with the salicylic actually allows the product to penetrate better. So which is kind of part of the problem with the irritation. So if you have any irritated skin, the countermatch can be great because of the salicylic. It'll allow better product penetration so my next tip is for make sure you have a treat bag i know it sounds weird but having a bag that has like the overnight peel in it um like a spot treatment for any breakouts that you've got or a multitasking product like a cleansing balm can be super key because you don't know what you're going to encounter and nothing is more annoying than having your face like breaking out or overly dry or you know you you may be in a pool all day long you may be in salt water you know so you need Maybe a little bit more than you'd think. Yeah, so it's more so about not focusing on, in this case, your normal skincare routine, but maybe the the conditions that you might, yeah, yeah, and bring your normal, and then maybe bring some other things that can multitask for you and give you some treatments. I bring, tre- I always used to feel like it was silly to bring treatments when I go on vacation, and now I'm like, yep, mask, peel. Oh yeah, bring all things. Yeah, heck yes. <laughs> I know. I think it's super important for you to feel that control over how you feel and how you look, which is why this is yeah. such an important episode. <laughs> so uh, my last tip is having to do with beauty, and it's really just making sure that you have the makeup that you need you don't need a ton you just think about where you're going what's the weather like are you outside or not like really those can be the only factors you need to think about with makeup so like for me I don't really wear makeup when I go in a pool I just don't and some women do so they have to think about that you know like bring your dew skin has SPF 20 in it or bring something that has some sort of SPF that's meant for your face uh the other thing I like to talk about is tools because believe it or not when you need tweezers you need them (laughs) Like it's not. Just I like have a tweezers with me always. Right, exactly. And I think it's important to make sure that you have them when you're traveling. So make sure it makes it into your bag. Uh, lash curlers, to be honest, are a real big deal for me because sometimes if I'm going to go in the pool, I use the lash curler instead. Um, a brow trimmer, believe it or not, it's really big for me because my eyebrows get out of control fast. They get really long. So I like bringing that and a beauty blender and my brushes. But with my brushes, I keep it really minimum. I keep it to um, making sure I have an eye fluffy blender 
a pencil brush for more pinpoint application if I need something more pinpointed, an angled brush to, to maybe do some sort of liner, and then a flat brush from metallic, that's for my eyes, and then I bring, uh, I bring a fluffy brush and a blush brush, which is like less than 10, which is a big deal for me. That, that's a lot of brushes for the average Joe. Um, or but that's that's me <laughs> that's me you should see my brush collection it's gigantic so that's I, what I bring but I most people bring, it's like one eye one face that's it <laughs> yeah I mean we got lucky we have a dual ended eye brush from beauty counter that was in one of the holiday palettes the new palette yeah and it has like kind of an angled but still it's like, still in the palette it's isn't it? still a little fluffy yeah it's still in there oh okay. i guess yeah you can still get it so the ultimate nudes palette is what i'm talking about and the brush that comes with that has like it's like an angled side um but it still has some like fluff to it some mm -hmm. give and then so it's not like one of those precision brushes and then in, like a more of a dome shaped um, smaller smaller it's not like a it's not super fluffy it's the only dual ended brush I think I've ever liked yeah it's good it's not as like blend it doesn't blend as well as I want it to it's but uber fluffy it works yeah um and you and can take that angled side and flip it on its side because it's got a really long flat side and yep. you can use it to get metallic eyeshadows on mm -hmm. um or you can use your finger, but if you want a more precise application, yes. you can flip it on its side. So then I bring a powdered brush, big mm -hmm. old one. Make sure it's tapered so that you can use it for a little more precision application if you need to. Mm-hmm. And then like a I just started using a beauty blender and I've traveled oh, once since so I started using important. it. So I love it. Because I, I kind of just felt like I just used my beauty blender for everything. And you could bring Which just cream products and bring your beauty blender. I do that, but I also use it for um, like mattifying powder. Such a good tip. That's it's in my latest YouTube video. Yeah. It's it's such an important factor is like you can take your wet, wetted down beauty blender and dip it in like a translucent. And then as you press it on, it'll actually press it into your skin and you won't have like a powdery look. Yeah, no, it looked like. It just melted in. Yeah. So anyways, I was down with that. So anyways, my brush collection was more like two or three brushes. Little miss. Minimalist. <laughs> Not minimalist. Makeup you know. artist over there. <laughs> so anyways. Well, cheeks, honestly, there are a lot of days where I won't wear anything on my eyes and I just want my cheeks to look good. <laughs> Truthfully, I'll have like eyebrows, mascara. You cannot cheek undervalue look. a good a well done cheek. And Cassie's like, just discovered this. I know. I I had no idea that I was wearing no makeup. Like <laughs> until I did her makeup. <laughs> she Well, and like it didn't feel too bold when you put it on. It was just like, oh, that's what it looks like to actually have your bronzer and blush show up. <laughs> oh, well, goodness. nobody wants to have like neon cheeks, so I think everyone plays it down. Understandable. But if you have the right placement, it doesn't look neon. Yeah. Well, and then I got photos taken. She's not like, like oh. professional, but like, <laughs> you know, we, I was in photos that yeah. day and I was like, yes. Now I see. Okay. All right. <laughs> Can I you know. Do this and you day? always have to put more on than you think because it's the first makeup to disappear on your face. Yep. Every time. So you always have to put a little more on than you think. Yeah. But my last tip actually has a little bit to do with that. It's um, makeup remover. However you remove makeup, just don't forget to bring it. I prefer to use the makeup wipes because yes. I end up cleaning my face afterwards anyway. Uh, some people feel like it doesn't take off their uh, mascara. It works great for oh, me. Oh, it works great for me. Yeah. So I have to, you know, you give it some little bit of finesse, but funny story. My, my youngest was playing at a friend's house and they got into play makeup and I didn't know about it like until she came home and she, it looked like she had put on like 
hot pink something on her lips and then just literally like smeared it all the way to her ear and i was like (laughs) is she inflamed or is that pigment like i couldn't tell what it was and i was like did you try to take it off and she goes yeah she had these little wipe things she goes but it stung and i went ah okay Okay, so first thing I did is I took her upstairs and I used the micellar wipes from Beauty Counter because I've used them on her before and they haven't given her issues. And we got so much more off her face. Like, it was hot pink. I could tell once I started wiping it down. But uh, she started to get, like, dry skin patches afterwards, so we had to go into a little mitigation. Like, So you put on your esthetician hat? Yep, my, my, my mom hat wearing, took off. and then always, Well, you're always wearing like both. Double stacking, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was nice to be able to help her out a little bit because she started to get, um, a li- like she obviously had a little bit of a reaction to something because she got dry like really quick. So we were able to kind of help out. But that's what's super important about makeup removing is sometimes no, it just n- not everything works. Like you need to pick something that works for you specifically, whether it's a cleansing balm, whether it's a, um, a shake-up, you know, oil and dual water. phase. Yeah. Yeah. Dual phase or it's a wipe. Just make sure it works for your skin and it's safe for you. Yep. Um, I think, I think all my major tips really. Well, I think all of this has so much to do with like finding the balance between efficiency and convenience and comfort. So like true. all of those things. So find your happy place. And if you feel like traveling, traveling is less stressful. If you have more of your stuff with you, do do you okay i like to carry less stuff in the airport and then if i'm missing something when i get there i just go buy it oh gosh (laughs) that's what i do i'm just like and this is you know after years of being on a super strict very limited budget when we travel to like having more wiggle room and when now that we have more wiggle room i'm just like look if i forget my magnesium i'll just go buy it it's fine same with my my angled eye brush i think that's why i love lists Mm-hmm. because you remember yeah even if i still pack things with the list same same and but but then you have like a visual reminder of like oh i did forget that now i need to go get that yeah i've learned an ongoing list is actually really good for me so like the moment i think of something oh i need to remember to bring that yeah i just start the list and then i kind of keep going after that but it's not always like super organized like you a week beforehand so anyways oh it's all i can do to just like keep my head on straight i'm like okay we're not we're recording today we're not meal planning we're not writing down our packing lists (laughs) it's because my head's already thinking about okay i've got this many days before i leave i need to make sure that i have everything i need before i go okay well we're gonna hop off so genevieve can make herself a list right now (laughs) (laughs) oh thanks for joining us today guys we hope this is helpful for you helpful for you guys in the future and now i feel like this isn't a good evergreen episode that can apply to any time of year is just get your head in the right space for traveling. Hopefully you can refer back to it when you know you're going to travel and you can kind of get your head wrapped around it. Oh yeah, that was a great idea. Or maybe I can remind myself to do that. That's kind of our hope for you guys. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com. Or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Get some sound waves started. 
is okay. You know what's really funny too? After editing, you know, the second episode out of three that we recorded last time, mm-hmm. is our first episode, I had a ton of bloopers, and our second episode, I had two. <laughs> I haven't even started on the third one, but we're probably not going to have any. <laughs> it's because we get our flow. Yeah. And we're like, let's do this. That's okay. <laughs> we're getting our flow. Getting it getting down. <laughs> There's a blooper for you right there. <laughs> but don't put in the when I said it's a blooper, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Done. I love you. I can do it. I love you too. <laughs> so hard. I love you hard. <laughs>